Welcome back to the Grow With Us podcast, where we meet company leaders who started their careers here as frontline employees to talk about their career journeys, learnings, and advice for fellow Cox employees. I'm your host, Ken Grantland. So far in this series, listeners have heard from Ingo Heschel, Latasha Hines, and Beth Hamby. Today, I'm speaking with Dwight Thomas, field sales manager in Lafayette, Louisiana. Dwight started his career with Cox as a Universal Home Technician, or UHT, and has moved his way up through various field level and sales roles to where he is today. Welcome, Dwight. Let's get started. Dwight, why don't you tell us a bit about your current role at Cox as a field sales manager? You know, what's your day-to-day like, and what other teams do you get to interact with? Well, right now, like I said, I'm a field sales manager, and right now I'm actually managing um, door-to-door salesmen as well as boost mobile locations. And day-to-day is just making sure I remove all those obstacles out of my team, way, especially my DSRs. I mean, there's so many things that's going on daily um, with customer issues, um, customer complaints, things like that. I Actually, my job is to remove those things so they can actually go out there and do their job. And as far as my booth locations, I'm just making sure they have what they need, make sure they have the support that they need so they actually can sell the, the product that we have in their stores. Um, day to day, it's, it's, it's a busy day. Like I say, it's pretty much 24-7 for me because, like I said, booth locations are open seven days a week. And they're constantly needing their support. So I'm there to support them. And like I say, just as I do my DSR reps, I will remove those obstacles out there as well. As well. Wow, that's great. I mean, door-to-door and booth sales, those are tough jobs. Did you ever do any of that on your way up? Yeah, actually, I was direct sales um, for seven years before I became a leader. And the greatest part about being in direct sales, you meet new people every day. And that was the best part of it. It's not the same thing um, as other positions where you're coming in and do the same thing for eight hours a day. With this, you meet new people, man. I met people from all over the country. Uh, um develop relationships to where anytime they would come back to Lafayette, they had my name and number. I knew their kids. I knew their family. They even knew about my kids and family, and they would donate to some of the fundraisers that um, my kids would have. So just being a direct salesman, and that's why I love the position I'm doing right now. I love that I can actually put that into my reps as well, because it's something new every day, and it's something um, it's not a boring job, but like that's an exciting job. Well, talking about meeting new people and something different every day, you started as a UHT with Cox more than 16 years ago. I'm guessing there were some similarities in that role, but why don't you share that experience and some of the things you learned from it and, and maybe what you transferred those learnings from a UHT into your sales jobs? Okay, the biggest thing with that is just customer service. Um, I was actually, I did so well, I was actually one of the repeat techs. I would go back and repeat jobs. My job is to make sure I left there with the the service and everything working because, I mean, a custom fan that hard-earned money to have cost communications, I want to make sure that service is working and they're pleased and satisfied with the service. So some of the biggest things I learned from being a UHT was hard work. Hard work is, I mean, that's a very hard job because, like I said, we're going into a house not knowing what's going on, so we have to actually trust the process and go through what we was taught in figuring out the solution to the situation. Um, like I said, you have customers that's upset because, like I said, maybe that second time we're out there, maybe that third time. But it's my job to develop, I mean, to develop the um, the peace of mind for that customer, let them know, hey, I'm here. It's going to be the last time I'm, I'm going to be, you're going to have anybody out here because I don't want them to feel as though, hey, you're the second Cox person, you're the third Cox person. I want them to know that once I leave there, the, situ- the, the situation is resolved and they're going to enjoy that service going forward. So my biggest thing was to get in there, make sure they have a peace of mind, make sure they understand what's going on, know the steps that I'm going through and things like that. And just know once I leave there, the, the situation is taken care of and they're going to have my direct numbers will. So if something does happen, 
they have direct contact to me. They don't have to worry about calling the one hundred number or anything like that. They have my contact number because, hey, I'm their rep going forward in this situation. So, you know, when you transition from field level to sales focused roles, did you turn to anybody for support or, or learning or what tools did you use? Was there a mentor or a colleague that, that you were able to lean on trying to trying to understand? Because that's a big change going from a, a field technician to a sales role. There's a funny, funny story behind that. Um, while still at UHT, we used to have all employee events. And when I was UHT, we were required to sell. Um, I forgot how many, but I think like three um, PSU or something like that for the whole month. So we had this event, like some rock star, I'm doing great in my sales. I'm hitting all my numbers as far as um, trouble calls, installs, and things like that. No repeats. And the lady at the time threw us a ball. She threw three um, UHTs a ball in the actual meeting. And I'm thinking it's something good. Yeah, we're getting ready to get a prize. The actual um, point behind her throwing the ball was to tell us to get on the ball and make sales. So <laughs> so that, that, um, that kind of motivated me because I'm very competitive. I have a sports background. So that motivated me to get I mean, do what I have to do to make sales. So during the process of learning, hey, I need to slow down. I know I'm in there to fix the situation or install the situation. But let me talk to cousin about some of the products we have. Let me improve their experience. Let me improve the things that, I mean, they may not know what we all have. So let me discuss what we have with them to see if there's something extra they can get. And like I so said, I started seeing a few customers bite on it. And it's just from there, it just it went to sales. I say, I saw this position come open. I had a guy that used to be a UHT that transferred to that position. And... He said, man, Dwight, I think you can do it. Come do it. So I applied for nervous. Actually, I turned the job down. <laughs> I, was, I got the job. HR called and said no, because I was going from an hourly position to commission. And that's a big change with a young family I had at the time. Um, but the guy talked to me again. I actually ended up talking to the leader. And he said, no, I think you can do this job. So come get a try. So I called her back Monday morning. Um, she said, well, great, Dwight. I didn't offer it to anybody else. Um, it's still your job. So I took the job and my thing was to come in there and learn as much as I can as fast as possible from the person who's the best. And luckily my peer at the time was the best. He actually was number one in sales the year before. So I say, okay, well, I'm competitive. I want to be the best as well. So let me go take some of his best practices and add it to my best practices as well. So I took a lot from him. I leaned on him probably about two months. I kind of had a, a good process and I kind of had some things down, but I still wanted to do better. So what I would do, I would look look in the mirror because you have to see what the customer sees. So when I'm talking to the customer, what do they see? What do they hear? Um, I practice with relatives. My wife, she was my biggest critic. So she would um, sit there and have to go through the sales pitches. And there are a lot of things I wrote down. I mean, I, I kind of wrote down reactions to what I said. I kind of wrote down what I saw the customer respond to, how they responded. And also I wrote down different options. Like I had different scenarios. This customer had this situation, this concern. This customer had this need, and I kind of wrote those things, and I, I fell back on those needs, and I would practice every day after work just over some of those responses, and, hey, how can I get better? Well, it sounds like you had some great uh, great mentors to lean on and great colleagues to to help you along the way. Mm -hmm. In general, Cox is pretty supportive of folks uh, growing their careers, learning new things. How, how do you feel the team at Cox helps others uh, support career ambitions, transform from one role to the other, become leaders in the business? Um, it's, with Cox, it's a culture. Uh, from day one, I saw many, I came in, I had reps, I mean, employees who's been here for 20 years, and I wanted that. Um, and like I said, the leaders was here to give us support, the feedback and everything. And they always, the door is always open. 
when I got into my sales career, I had a director that I applied for another sales leader position before I didn't get it. But the director at that time made it his priority to mentor me at that time. Um, so he came in, he gave me different assignments to do. He put me in front of different people. I had the opportunity to meet with Brian Jones, my um, VP right now. Then also I had the opportunity to meet with Mark Greatrex. I actually had lunch with Mark Greatrex twice. And that was all due to that leader actually investing in me. Um, they're investing. The leaders are really authentic about helping you develop and grow. I actually have a new director that's getting ready to come in. And that was his first, that was the first thing he said in this meeting. Hey, I'm here to get you to the next level. And that's just outstanding because it shows that they really care. It shows that they're really invested in growing what's within the company instead of having to reach out all the time. And I mean, that's very motiv- I mean, it motivates me, it motivates my team. And it's something I'm very excited about. And it's the reason why I'm still at Cox today. Yeah, I I agree that that's a real important piece of the puzzle is when you have leaders that are not only wanting to get their role and their team to do their role properly, but to build their team up. And then it's up to us to grab those opportunities just like you did. And and that's fantastic. You know, along the way, though, Dwight, sometimes we make mistakes, right? Mistakes are a part of learning and being successful. They They can teach you a lot of different things. As a people leader yourself, how do you help your team kind of grow through their mistakes or or come on top of a challenging situation? Okay, well, my team, I'm big on thinking outside the box. I challenge them daily to think outside the box, but stay within that box. If they make a simple mistake, something that can be corrected, that's my job to fix. I'm not actually having them to go back to fix it. I'm going to fix that. I'm going to show them this is how it needs to be done going forward. So it's my job to fix it. I can go back to experience where it's my second year in the field. Um, I was actually doing a business and I ran the wire over the over the sidewalk um, and that ended up being an issue. But Cox didn't come down. Cox, I never heard anything. I only heard it through the grapevine because they had to send a senior tech out there to fix it, to get it um, put the right way. But that just showed me that, hey, this is the, the, the place to be because Cox showed me that they had my back. Um, I didn't get written up. I didn't get in. I mean, I, I was only two months out of out of, of training. Um, that just showed me that they really cared about my growth and my development. And I didn't want to break my confidence. So that's some of the same things I use my team right now. I have a new rep. I'm not going to harp on the first little mistake they make. I'm going to actually do my best to shield them and to make sure they have their confidence to move forward and, and not second guess themselves in the future. Yeah. Wow. What, a, what an interesting story to have something take place, you know, you, you, you think everything's OK. You don't even know something went wrong. And, and then you find out, you know, sort of on the sidelines a little bit. That feeling of, hey, they've really got my back. That's got to feel good. And I'm sure that that's something that you're able to impart on your team as well, based on your experience and just knowing from talking to you that, you know, people are a big part of, of how you manage how you manage things. So, wow. If you could jump back in time when you were uh, a UHT and then looking forward now to where you are, what's a piece of advice you might have given yourself? Build relationships. <laughs> Build relationships with bounded partners and just kind of let them know who you are and how you can help each other. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit here, Dwight. Cox is pretty big into giving back to our communities, you know, philanthropy, encouraging folks to volunteer. Has that been a big part of your career journey here at Cox? Oh, definitely has, because um, for the last few years, I've actually been doing it outside of Cox. So I wanted to bring it into my team, especially when I became a leader. Um, we've been serving at men's shelters. Actually, the last two months, we did three events already, especially with the, the men's shelter. It kind of is a humbling experience. 
But I want to show them that, hey, just like we're serving at the men's shelter, that's how we're serving our customers when we actually go out there and sell the service as well. We're connecting to the things that they care about the most. We are giving them everything that they need to be successful in life as far as the kids with school and things like that. So we're not just out there to make a, a sale or make a, a dollar. We're actually out there to help the community. Um, so like I say, to get to those things, that's most important. To them. Hey, they, they need the internet service, man. We connecting people all across the world by just giving them internet service, but we have to make sure we give them the right internet service going to please their needs. So that's just one of the biggest things. Like I said, I'm big on community service. Like I said, I've been doing it outside of Cox for 10 years. I sit on a couple of boards um, outside of Cox as well as Cox Charities right now. And it's a big thing because like I say, that's what we're here for. And that's how I teach my my, my team. Hey, we're here. Let's treat our customers. They are our family. And let's make sure they have what they need. Oh, that's fantastic. And thank you for the work that you're doing out there in Louisiana to help not only your community, but your peers as well understand those connections. I've been taking some notes as we've been chatting, Dwight, and I've come up, you know, this is kind of my top eight or nine list of things that I've heard from Dwight. So folks, get your pencils out and write these down. And Dwight, if I miss something, let me know. Uh, customer service is key to having a good foundational relationship, right? Right. connect with people connect with them where you can because you never know what those connections are going to turn into whether that's a, a a stepping stone on the way up or whether you're helping someone on their way up work hard and trust the process that's a tough one sometimes trusting that process when things are challenging and maybe aren't hitting all the right buttons but you know that you've been trained well trust the process take chances and learn from others even taking their best practices and making them your own right that's that's not anything wrong with doing that that's how we all learn and get better at what we do as we build our own process uh the one thing i really heard that i liked what you said was practicing to perfection at least that's how i wrote it down you know you've got a presentation you've got to make you've got a new sales pitch you've got to do don't go out cold. Practice it in front of a mirror. Practice it in front of your family or your colleagues. I bet that gets a lot of that nervousness out of the way. I liked when you said, think outside the box, but don't jump all the way outside the box. Let let someone else do that jumping out of the box for you. That's a that's a neat way to, to kind of wrap around any challenge you might have. And then really the big thing, White, that I got out of all of those tips uh, is is that you're really helping others to help yourself along the way, right? If you're helping others, you know, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whether it's in a volunteer event or whether they're a customer coming to you, whatever you can do to help them is 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 ultimately going to circle back and be helpful for you. Did I miss anything there? Was that a pretty good wrap up? That's a pretty good wrap up. Well, let's have a little bit of fun now. Dwight, we have something we call the lightning round that we play. Uh, I throw out a couple of quick quick questions and without spending too much time, you just throw back your answer to me. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh, what are you currently streaming? Whether that's music, TV, podcast, what are you streaming right now? Hey, I'm big on music. So right now it's um, Amazon Music and also Pandora. What are you listening to? Who, who comes up first? Well, I love all genres. Um, this is a pretty, it's a mix. Like I say, I get in there at nighttime when everybody's asleep, put my headphones on. I just let the music put me to sleep. I love it. <laughs> all right, iPhone or Android or Google? Oh, iPhone, definitely iPhone. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I've I've seen too many people get an Android or, or a Google device and just start shaking their head. So Apple might not be perfect, but it works for me. Yeah. Hey, where is your favorite vacation spot? 
Right, so actually I have two answers for this one. The first one, I love Disney World. My wife will hate when if I say that because she's tired of it, but I love taking my family. It's one of those places where you can just let go, let the kids enjoy themselves. Um, so that's the family vacation. I love Disney World, but as far as me and my wife, the best trip we've been on together, just me and my wife has been Jamaica. I love the atmosphere in Jamaica. I, I did take a trip to Jamaica many years ago. That's a fun island for sure. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Well, Dwight, thanks so much for taking some time to speak with me and our listeners to give them a glimpse of your career highlights here at Cox. And of course, thank you listeners for tuning in to this podcast. We hope you all walk away with some helpful tips from Dwight that you can apply to your own role and career journey. And if you're in the Lafayette area, make sure you stop by and say hello to Dwight and his team. I'm your host, Ken Grayland, and I will see you next time on the Grow With Us podcast.